Hello, our nerdy friends out there in interwebs land. Uh, welcome to the Know Nothing Nerds podcast. Uh, I am the bearded one, also known as Twitch, along with my uh, clean shaven and uh, ready to announce uh, new roommate. That's right. Luke, how you doing, buddy? That's right. I'm excellent. How are you? Um, if it sounds different, it means that we're in a different room. Yep. We're in a whole new location. Uh, whole new location. Never been, never before been recorded in area. Yes, we're uh, we're we're doing it for the first time. Yeah, Rich, on the couch, we're breaking virgin ground. Yeah, on the couch, um, you and I. I'm totally ripping this thing's innocence away <laughs> right now. Right, right here, right now. Yeah. Yes, we're doing it. Just full force, full force, plunging through. Yeah, not holding anything back. Nope. No, never. No prophylactics either. <laughs> Just. All over the place, <laughs> just up against the walls. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to break in every yeah, room, yeah, every yeah, inch yeah. of the room. Yes. So, so uh, we're here. We're here. Um, I had a, I had a funny like roommate bit to do, but oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna save it for, gonna a, save for it a lesser for important a, episode. Lesser important episode. So this episode um, will be coming out uh, just before Game of Thrones, and this is our official pregame for the finale season of game of thrones yes yeah and just so everyone knows we'll actually be covering each episode because we'll have no excuse yes. not to because we'll be living together correct so there really is no there's no excuse no at this excuse point. no we'll, excuse. we'll be seeing every episode together except for the first and last yes so you will hear us for the next six weeks uh actually technically seven including this one yep um constantly except- Talking about Game of Thrones. Yes, and those episodes will be coming out on uh, Monday morning. Yes. But maybe even Sunday, since we're going to be right here. If we can sit down right after the episode and record. Yeah. I don't think there's any excuse no, not to definitely get them out not. right after. So uh, the way we're going to work things out today um, is the first... So the first half of the episode is typically our spoiler-free zone. And then the second half of the episode is spoiler zone for you all out there. Well, this week... Because it's Game of Thrones, obviously everything in here. If you've never watched this episode of Game of Thrones, I don't know why you clicked on. I this don't know podcast. why you clicked on it. Uh, but everything we talk about is technically going to spoil it. So the way we're going to work it out this week is that we're going to talk everything that we have seen to, of Game of Thrones up to this point thus far, and then everything that comes in the second half of the episode will be theory time. Basically, who we think is going to die, who's going to stick around, um, will, uh, you know, we find out about what uh, various occurred uh, in the fire. Um, and also, my the one thing that I really want to find out about is... Uh, what Podrick Payne did to those girls. No, that's actually second on my list. Mine is to hear the punchline to the honeycomb and jackass <laughs> joke that Tyrion keeps cock teasing us about it's like god dang it come on tell us the whole thing uh so that's how the episode's gonna work out um but uh before we jump into that luke how excited are you for this upcoming sunday i uh i honestly have this week so i'm we'll get again we'll talk more in depth about this on a less important episode but i have a new job yeah. It's a very adulty job and, you know, everything's been setting up and it's been like a month of interviews and month and a half longer of getting the position set up and everything yes. like that. But um, now that the ball's rolling, I honestly can't 
decide if I'm more excited about the job or if I'm more excited about <laughs> Game of Thrones. And I'll give you an example. Uh, I was I had a group interview, which was the first time I had a group interview yeah. before, um, and I thought it was the most bizarre experience of my life. But uh, the Monday, the interview was on a Tuesday, so that Monday um, was the Monday I started watching season six of Game of Thrones. Okay, so it was like you know we're in the final stretch yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah, watching yeah. an episode a day, which kind of is my calendar of seeing how close we are. Yeah. You know, season seven, episode three means we're real close. Yes. But when you started season six, you know you're on that home stretch. Yes. You know that that's the last ten episode season before you have a six or a seven episode season. So it's like you know, realistically, you got two weeks of watching TV left uh-huh. to go. And uh, I remember just being incredibly nervous on that Monday, being like, "Dude, like, why am I so nervous for this? I haven't, you know, I get that it's the first, uh, it's the first group interview and whatnot. Yeah, and you know, I, but I, I can hold my own in an interview setting, and I've, I'm qualified enough for the uh-huh. position and whatnot. So I go into the interview and I have the interview, and the second I leave the interview, I was like, "That was an awesome. I did good there. You know, yeah. this this position is definitely mine. Spoiler alert: It was. But as I'm walking away, I'm like. Why do I still feel so nervous? <laughs> Why am I still so nervous? And then it hit me driving home. I was like, it's because of Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's because I'm so damn excited yeah. about Game of Thrones. It's seriously, every time I uh, pop on another episode, it's just like, when is that day going to come? Like, I, know. I just want this is, to know. This is going to be the longest week so of my bad. life. And the fact that it's only Tuesday afternoon is like, <gasps> I just, I've just been staring well, at my watch the whole time. Here's the like, thing. Like, even think about this. Once Sunday actually comes, the episode airs. At the end of it, we're still going to be like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Like, I remember. I still don't know. I remember feeling that way when season seven was airing, but it's it's going it, to. That was a portion of how we'll feel True. this season. Very, very, very. You know what much I mean? Because so. every single episode is going to have to. They have so much. They have plenty of time to do what they need to do. Yes. But they, there will be no filler episode. Yeah. So each episode, something substantial yep. will happen, you know? With the exception, maybe, of the... Well, I don't even know. It, I have a hard time thinking about this with the season premiere. Because, you know, the first episode, they have a lot of, like, recap, and they have yeah. to set up the rest of the season. Yes. So I figure probably the slowest episode of the show will be either this one or the last episode. I think I think that it's going to be a combination of a couple things as far as how season seven... Uh, uh, sorry, season eight rolls out. Potentially the first uh, episode might go a little bit slow, but there's going to be so many moments that we're going to oh, yeah. so No, see. like we're going to see the John and Aria yeah, reunion. That's and one that th- I'm Things so like that that, I, that are just so damn excited for. Yeah. Uh, but also, I mean, like you think of where the last episode ended and like there's a lot of crazy shit to have yes. happened. You know, obviously yep. we're probably going to get the uh, prelude to the theme song being the whites walking yeah. south of the wall. Yep. It's going to kind of pick up right where we left off. That's yep. my estimation at least. Um, but I, I just, I, every episode at this point with six episodes left, I feel like we're going to leave it being like, what the hell? Yeah. Every time that? we're going to just be like, yeah, on edge yeah. until the very last second yeah. uh, until episode so six. So before we around. keep talking about season eight, though, I just got to talk about the Winds of Winter, that episode, season six finale. Yes. Holy yes. shit, dude. That's probably the best episode of Game of Thrones. It is. I. It's it's probably, I don't know. I want to say it's my top favorite oh. scene, the, the beginning of that yeah. scene. Oh, my God. 
Um, with, with the light of the seven playing the piano it track. Is, it is by <sighs> far, it's a master class in storytelling. Yes, it is. Um, it's a master class in, uh, in TV about how to like properly open up a show and give you so much information and have you on the edge of your seat the whole time. Because you know, as you know, as a watcher, as somebody that has just seen this unfold, that this is a very tense moment. What is going to happen to Cersei? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 and as like, uh, you know, you've got Marjorie who's a few steps behind yeah. you. So like the audience is finding information out before she is. Yes. But you're all saying the same things that Marjorie is like, screw the gods. We got to get the get hell out of here. You know? Yeah. We're all going to die. The whole scene has got so much subtext in it. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, let's start this out then. Um, uh, next, uh, next thing because we already got into it a little bit. Yeah, top five scenes uh, from all the episodes that we've seen thus far. Jeez, top five scenes for me. Okay, we'll start at uh, number one or number five for me. Yeah, uh, I think it's so tough with a show like this. Yes, uh, but I think sort of like a mirrored scene that I really loved was, and it's it's fresh in my mind because I just saw it yesterday. Um, is you know way 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 back in season one when Arya throws the rock at Nymeria to okay. get rid of her, to get rid of Nymeria, and then you know through the books uh, we get a lot better perspective of what Nymeria's wolf pack yeah, is yeah, doing yeah. when uh, Arya is having her warging dreams, but in the show, which I think is handled maybe a little better in the show, I think only having Bran being a warg in the show really allows the show to have a lot more mystery behind. Yes. It. And it also gives it, uh, it differentiates between the characters. Yeah. What yeah. their special skills. Right. Are, exactly. Essentially. Um, and so, you know, after that episode and that was, you know, what, 60 plus days ago that yeah, I last yeah, saw yeah, that episode. Yeah. So forgive me for being a little, uh, shaky on the memory of it, but I don't know what episode that was in, but then you have, you know, six seasons in between that where you just hear, you hear only, you know, twice about Nymeria's wolf pack, about yeah. this big wolf pack and a dire wolf. Um, and then you don't see her until uh, season seven, episode two. Yeah. And then she just kind of trots off again. Yep. And it's like, I refuse to believe that that's the last we've seen of Nymeria and the wolf no, pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think yeah. they play a big, a big role. There's in the a lot night. of people that are talking about that and we'll get to that in the spoilers on yeah. stuff. Um, so speaking of uh, time difference, uh, before you tell out your other, sure, sure. Um, is, uh, so think about this. Sansa and Jon Snow have not been together. They got, they hooked up together in season six episode. What was it? Was it, it wasn't the first episode. The reunion. The reunion. Was that episode one of season that was, six or episode two? Uh, it was, it was later too. It was later on because, uh, they, they uh, had the Battle of the Bastards. No, no, no. I, I know, I know. But before then, they met up. They so met it, it, may have been, it may have been episode two because, because uh, Theon murders. Just so you know, if you hear noises in the background, a it's my dog, and it's my uh, uh, other roommate joining uh, the house, coming into the house. So, so he's gonna make noise, but it's so fine. Just ignore him. We'll just we'll just keep going. Um, I think it's I think it's season one or episode one or two. Episode one or two. Yeah. Anyways, so we have not seen them together since episode one. Right. And they were only And it's the same thing with uh 
with Arya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been even longer for the two of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, So. Here's the funny thing about it. How joyous were we when Sanja and John finally got oh, to back together? Oh, I know. And together. it's going to be the same thing. We were so extremely yeah. overjoyed about this. Here, Here's the thing. They never once spoke a single word together. Yeah, To true. each other yeah. in the entire series. Right. Until they first got together. Yeah. And... And I mean, they they talk about that a lot too because you never see, you never see um, Rob and Ed directly speak to each other at all. No, you don't. And they're so similar, and they yeah. you know you can always just when you find out that Ned's dead and you see Rob out in the forest just hacking at the tree with a sword, you like feel that. Yes. Um, which, by the way, uh, I think scene number four then for me is the red wedding. The red wedding, which would be so much higher if it weren't for some of the scenes later on in the seasons. Yeah. But like for me, I don't know. For me, that was when that show became that show for me. It wasn't yeah. exactly for Ned when Ned got his head chopped off. Because yeah. for me, I didn't really get like common tropes and fantasy television and whatnot. So that that scene didn't hold a whole lot away for me. Plus, I wasn't like a Ned lover. Because okay. from like from like season one, episode four, I'm like, you idiot, just lie once, just yeah, lie yeah. once, just do yeah. that. You know, save your skin. It's almost like he's being too proud and too much of an idiot for yeah. it. But yeah, the, the red his wedding. downfall was definitely his pride. His in pride. Ways. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you see that, like you see how that ripples through the men in the Stark family yeah. and how it gets them in so much trouble. Uh huh. Like you think of even, you know, season seven didn't have that much weight in punishment, but you think of how interesting of a scene it could have played out if Cersei had just walked away when John was like, I can't bend the knee to two Queens. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and you know, say Tyrion couldn't run off after her. And, um, yeah. Red wedding. Number, number four, number four, for four, sure. Four. For okay. sure. I think as it's so tough. Cause if I had had time to prepare that, I probably could have come up with better. Okay. With a better list, but just off the <clears throat> top of my head, uh, number three, I think, is when Cersei is is on um is on the Winds of Winter, when Cersei comes downstairs with Kyburn and the Mountain, and then you've got uh, you've got Lancel who comes by to pick her up, and he's got like his his squad yeah, of like yeah, eight yeah, people, yeah. and he's like, "Come with us peacefully, or there will be violence." And Cersei's like. I choose violence. That scene gave me that, food. Oh. Yes. The way she yeah. delivers oh, yeah. certain Lena lines Hedy, is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, Lena Headey probably is every favorite scene of dialogue that I have probably goes is back to her at her some point. It, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. And then you got the guy who like smashes the mountain with the axe and he just looks at him. Yeah, just like. <laughs> dude. I just got sticks this. I just got this. And stones. <laughs> I have. I have a mountain behind Did me. Did you see what come, <laughs> sticks and stones just rips the dude's head off? That that scene is amazing. Uh, and That's then a Mortal Kombat level shit right oh there. Oh yeah, no doubt. And then I think number two is Hard Home, and number one is Battle of the Bastards. Battle of the Bastards. So here's a funny connection for you: Hard Homes and uh, Battle of the Bastards, directed by the directed same guy. Directed by the same guy, and he's also directing Battle of Winterfell. Yes, three. I know. Ah, yeah. we're yeah. gonna get so much epic. What I'm stoked for is that. I'm stoked for the uh, the John single shot that yeah. you have. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, it's gonna be so good. Yep. So here's here's my list. Uh, no particular order except for the first one that I'm gonna tell you. This one tops. Um, tops the charts for me and it is the scene that you already brought up 
the uh, Light of the Seven, the, oh, that the whole, Septon trial. Yeah, yeah. Um, that whole thing is, like I said, it's a masterclass. It's it's perfect and flawless in my eyes. Yeah. The, the, that way that whole story played out and it told you an entire story. Like, and I think that's, uh, it's, that's why it was so long. It was a 20 minute scene essentially. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of other pieces to it, but like it was all single, like to itself, its own thing. And yeah, I can't get over the soundtrack. The score was just mind blowing. Um, the, uh, uh, fact that it was, you know, silent, I'd probably say 90% of it. Yeah, just you just have that eerie no soundtrack going yeah. on the whole time. Um, and yeah. you're right, from that first note that plays in Light yeah. of the Seven, you're like, something's wrong. And I'm still in this from New York Stars, but if you if you listen closely to the score that is going on, it is telling you the story yeah. as you're listening yeah. to it. The way the different layers of music come in, of instruments and stuff, tells you where a character's at in that moment. Yeah. Um, and it's probably Cersei's ultimate power play. Oh, totally. Um, writing that, that song. Uh, or yeah, writing that song. Uh, <laughs> no, her ultimate power play and just of being able to play the game in the dirtiest way. Oh, yeah, that's when you know that she's like the greatest player. Yeah. You know, you got, she's t- not the greatest player. You don't think uh, no. you, you got, you got little finger, little finger, L- little finger. Until he Tyrion. got too cocky. He was no, the until best. the writers got, until the writing of the show got a little sloppy. Yeah, I could say that. I just, I just think, it, I'm like, hashtag not my little finger. Like he, he it is not de- like I'm way. glad he's dead, but at the same time, I'm like, ah, I didn't see him dying that way. Yeah, how did he right. not like? Unless you just pull a brand card, which I, it's a cheater way to do it in my I, mind. Yeah, um, which they did pull the brand card essentially in that. Um, that being that Bran is all seeing all knowing eye like you can't get a lie past him he's and like, i know that i know that he, his season seven performance everyone kind of calls him a little robotic but fucking i hate I, him i kind of i kind of love him in season seven he's my just least he's, favorite he's out such that a, he's such season. a weird dude in that whole season and everyone's like a kind of weirded out by him they're not afraid of his knowledge they're just kind of like what the hell? well it's such a stark difference from, from season six yeah. yeah from the brand that we started with and i guess like the argument could be made of like how is a human brain able to cope with that much fucking information well and the other thing is like he's not brand anymore the he, yeah he, he makes it very important that or very clear and distinct that yeah. he is the three-eyed raven now so anyways uh moving on to the rest of my list um these are the ones that come in no particular order and uh, they're not the action-packed scenes or anything like that. Like, probably the most action-packed one would probably be uh, Cersei's destroying of uh, um, Baylor. Septa Baylor. Septa Baylor. Um, anyways, so uh, uh, Jon Snow becoming uh, Lord Commander. Yeah, um, How Samuel uh, uh, stands up for him. Um, the other one would be... Uh, uh, Daenerys is uh, coming to see, uh, or giving Tyrion uh, to be picking Tyrion to be hand of the queen. Um, I love that scene. That scene is so phenomenal to me because in that moment she recognizes that Tyrion is not a fucking imp. Yeah, he is a man, and yeah. he is a loyal man that is on par with everybody else. And the way that they visually play that out to where. He's not he's not on the ground. He's above on a step and he's eye level, yeah. eye to eye. Yeah. 
Um, he's, he's, he's on that plane. He's field. on the same plane field as her. Um, and that was beautifully shot. The sediments like it's about time Tyrion got the, uh, the, uh, recognition yeah. and reward, which he was, he was denied. He's been denied so many times. Like he saved King's Landing. Right. Yeah. And no one, no like one no else, one but Varys. No, was... nobody but Varys. Yeah. And he still even got stabbed in the back by right. Varys. Um, essentially, although Varys turned around and was like, "Come with Varys me." Varys saw the goddamn gonna... map. He's he is he's ultimately a good guy in my opinion. Yeah. but he does some shady shit. Um, uh, then uh, it would be, uh, oh god, I just had it for a second. Give me one second. Um, it would be uh, Samuel um, standing up for Gilly. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, where he gets wrecked he and gets destroyed. Uh, his reward. In and that. then he gets some. Uh, yeah. He gets some. He gets some. Um, the other one would be uh, uh, the Jorah Mormonts and um, uh, coming uh, back to Queen Daenerys. Um, For the first, second, or third time. The second time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the second time, um, which is how he's welcomed back into yeah. the fold, essentially. Oh, yeah. Um, and I would say the last one would probably have to be um, uh, Miss Sande and uh, Grey Worm finally hooking up. Do, Not oh, for yeah, the sexy yeah, yeah, bits, yeah. but for something Just for that emotional. Um, finally seeing Grey Worm fully transform himself into, into a man. Uh, into a man. Yeah. Um, and you see him accept denied. himself for who yes. he is. And... Which I'll talk about that a little bit later. Dude, um, as I, literally as you were just talking, I started thinking about like scenes. You know, you, you, I, I kind of automatically go to the big grand scenes because yeah. those are the ones that yeah. kind of stick with you the most. But, dude, I mean, Tyrion's speech when he's on trial. Oh, oh my God, that is fucking flawless. Yeah, yep. Uh, oh, dude, when Davos confronts Melisandre, yes, when he kills when she when he finds out she killed Shireen. Which, by the way, I think it's an interesting show of his character that um, Davos finds the uh, finds the stag in the rubble. Yep, and he knows at that moment, but then he still fights on in the Battle of the Bastards. Yes, you know what I mean. And like, still gives it his all, and is still, you know, wise he, counselor. He knows, he knows he, where he his gets, duty. Yeah, he gets lies. where his duty is, and yeah. then only after the fact does he then deal with his personal yes qualms. And that's like he's a real selfless dude. Yeah. And you've all you've always known that, you yes. know, when he stands up for Stannis at the uh, Iron Bank of Bravos, and you have all of these scenes with him in it, and you're like, yeah, this guy, he be- he believes in the other yep. before himself. But dude, the emotion in that scene, <sighs> yeah, that gets me every time. It, That's a great one because he, the thing that makes Davos so cool is um, his humanity. Yes. Um, yeah. And his love for not wanting to see people harmed. Like, yeah. It, totally. Ultimately, um, and especially when it comes to kids, kids that he identifies with, um, he was denied his child. Yeah. His child died in front of him. Um, then he was given an opportunity with Gendry to be a father to Gendry. Yeah. And yeah. then with Shireen, like, I think that was, he was her true father. Oh, so no he doubt. never yeah. saw her really react. You see, you see one with, moment yeah, with Stannis saying, because you're my daughter, I yeah. didn't let them kill you. 
And the whole time you talk to me, like, Jesus, I don't think I'd talk to my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. like, that's the best Stannis could do. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Davos just truly loved Shireen. Yes. And that makes that scene so heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So, uh, you know, like, <laughs> hope other children don't start to, like, that's, I, I'm a little worried about Lady Mormont. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she's badass. Though. She's badass. She's badass. I want to see her wielding some freaking. I want to. I want to see something. her in season eight, just Ugh. like tearing turf with Arya. Yeah. Um, oh hell yeah! The other, the other, like uh, all the r- more recent um, killing scenes with Arya. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you have uh, Marin Trent's death, that was pretty satisfying. That was so it brutal. Was brutal as that was hell. Metal. But and then the uh, the one where she kills Walder Frey too that was messed up too with the pie and then yeah. she sees hot pie in the next episode yeah I didn't I didn't do that I didn't do that you've been making pies a few, a few. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's there's a there's a thing on Reddit that I saw that was like I wish I wish my girlfriend looked at me the way Arya looked at the person she was about to kill <laughs> had like a picture of her just giving lust eyes toward uh, like she did with Jamie. When uh, she was hiding her face, she was serving the uh, oh yeah 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 the, the yeah. Lannisters and yeah. the phrase. She was giving him uh, <laughs> what giving the like come hither eyes. Me eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it was really like, should I? I have the opportunity. <laughs> Nobody would know. She got it. I wonder if like Jamie had given in. I'm like, all right, I'll get some tonight. Yeah. If he I... would never though. No, I know, but no. still, like you know, everyone's got their day. Yeah, you know? everybody's got their like. Everyone's got their. Oh fuck, Cersei! Yeah, for right. A exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, I I could I don't I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where like, if someone asked me what my favorite book was, I'd have to be like favorite book in what genre? Because oh, I don't yeah, think yeah. I have. I don't think I can say what my favorite book I is. Because like today it's you know Game of Thrones, but you know right now I'm reading Girl with the Dragon yeah. Tattoo series, and it's like. That's definitely my favorite series, considering I read it as much as I do. C.S. Lewis, like, Great Divorce. That's my that's your favorite one. one? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no Fucking doubt. love that guy. C.S. Lewis is something else. Yeah, he, he's 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 got it. But uh, but anyway, like I feel like asking what my top five fi- top five favorite scenes in Game of Thrones is like top five favorite battle scenes, top five favorite dialogue scenes, yeah. top five favorite sex scenes, top five yeah. favorite murder scenes. There'd be a lot of that. Top five betrayal scenes. Like there's just so it many reminds categories. Me, it reminds me of uh, the. Uh, uh, call scene uh i can't remember his name uh the guy that daenerys ends up getting uh taken to in uh their city the calls we're, we're right before she's brought before the kalasar right before she's brought before the kalasar yeah what's she doing she gets taken yeah by, by the um it went God like damn, where I'm totally after she leaves Marine on Drogo, okay, he lands in the field. Yeah, she gets yeah, picked she up gets taken. Yeah, by God, what are their name? I told you by the calls. No, no, the, the Dothraki. Dothraki, Jesus. Okay, <sighs> I wish you just asked her what her army was. The Dothraki. Yeah. So I would edit that taken, out, but we we can't. I know when she gets taken <laughs> before the call, and I can't remember what his. name I think he's is. called Mogo or Ogo. Something, Something like, like that. that. But anyways, they're talking and Otho? he says, he says seeing a woman naked for the first time is the best thing. 
oh, and the yeah. other is Blood Riders saying <laughs> they, they no. start arguing. It's probably among it's but, yeah. You know, what about uh, killing another cow? Okay, yes, that yeah. killing another cow is pretty good. Uh, what oh, about breaking a breaking a stallion for the first time? Okay, All right, that, this. Yeah. it's among it's, the it's top among the top five, five. <laughs> best things. Yes, that, that's that's true. It's like it's like they knew. It's like they were All, having that conversation. Oh they... my fucking stuttering there and trying to remember just to get to that little joke. Just, <laughs> it was worth it. It was oh worth it God. for sure. Uh, so speaking of connecting things, Ooh, um, nice. dude, you got the segue. I today. know, right? Damn. If you've rewatched Game of Thrones as much as I have, because <laughs> I have watched the season, uh, the series so far, all the way through at least six times. So when I started watching, yeah, yeah, and you've definitely seen it more than I have. Um, but I think including the books and the show, I've seen it more than you. Oh, I'm um, no doubt about that. But so, so you've, so I've been committed to one episode a day Yeah, and I thought I'd have a real hard time with that in season six. Cause season six is my favorite season, yeah. but it's been a breeze just yeah. doing one, one day at a time. I don't know why I've been able to do that, but I've never really been a good binger anyway. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, just one a day. But in the time that I've seen it now and I'm still not even done, uh-huh. Twitch has now watched it twice. Yes. All the way through. I'm on so, the, anyway, second, yeah. the second You're viewing the second of the back-to-back. So if you've watched it as much as we have, you will notice that there is connections from episode to episode. Yeah. And I'm talking about episode one to episode, uh, or sorry, season one to season six. Like we talked about how John and Sansa's meetup uh, was, call, uh, was planted when he left. That yeah. They were going to meet up again. Yeah just took us so long to actually get to that not only is there those type of connections but there is connections in the way they shoot things in the way that they're perceived later on yeah um so like the gift uh is the season five the gift is so good um you're like what series, gift is it? <laughs> season finale yeah the the everything that is called out in that season like uh cersei telling uh the nun lady um the fuck her name is whatever um that i actually she'll be the she'll be the last face she sees before she dies in season uh six's final uh episode she actually fulfills that kind of yeah she locks up the nun after she She hasn't done up the sept of balor yeah um but we see her staring down at at the nun lady um, Say, and she even calls back. She, she calls said, do you back. remember? So there's a lot of these cool things. So I urge you guys to go back and like watch these episodes. This is again. one of those shows that I have a buddy of mine who hasn't, who's only seen it once. And he's like a crazy big fan. He's probably, mm. he, he might be more excited about this coming Sunday than I am yep. even. But he won't watch it again because he's his he just doesn't like watching things again. I'm like, dude, this is so different from watching like you know a ten episode drama yeah. for a second time. I or get watching that. watching just like a comedy sitcom for the second time. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you this watch is like episode once. You're like, I don't need to see Completely different than that. Yes. it's like you know each time, even now that I've watched it again and again and again and seen the videos and I've spent time thinking about it and I've read the books. There are times when I'm watching an episode like what? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. And, and then and then something just totally Connects. comes together and you're like, just like that makes so much sense. Yes, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. I even had one I can't remember what it was, but in like episode 2 of this season so yesterday, I was watching it and I was like, 
Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And it's also good because once she starts to gain knowledge of like what a character's motivation was to do a certain thing, like uh, I, I'm having trouble coming up with examples off the top of my head, but you'll understand. Like, oh, here we go. Like varies. Um, once you find out that he is uh, a spy that is working to try and overthrow Roberts. Robert or Cersei or the Lannisters and stuff like that. Um, you can go back and watch his other scenes to see how it looked as if he was playing yeah. for the Lannisters yeah. or the Baratheons, but he was actually playing to overthrow him by like, yeah, you know, doing certain things to uh, keep Daenerys like moving or something. Totally. Like that, totally. So. And, and yeah, you, you kind of see that like war between Littlefinger and Varys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see it a lot more in like season two and season three, but it's like, yeah, these dudes had a lot of mutual respect for each other, but they were against each other. Yeah, There's no doubt about yeah. that, that they, that they're playing different game, Like they're playing different yeah. sides of the game. You know? Um, also, um, you got to watch out for the, the way they shoot it because a lot of people tend to ig- not necessarily ignore. They're kind of, uh, just ignorant towards it, blind to it, I guess of the way the camera moves, the way it's yeah. shot, what's in the frame and stuff. Um, and it's crazy because a lot of times when masterful directors and writers get together, they start to tell a story um, rather than just on the surface. It's underneath. It's subtext. It's, it's not just dialogue and what little yeah. things that they do. Um, and you can see this in the way that they do certain shots of, uh, the way that the camera is angled and stuff like that. For example, like in uh, when they blew up the Sept of Baylor, um, they purposely showed above uh, bird's eye view shots of coming into the Sept and staring at the grates in the floor, showing mm, that yeah, we need yeah, to be yeah. looking down. Yeah. But most of the time, every time they shot uh, the uh, uh, sparrow and stuff like that, that they would actually shoot him. Up, yeah. Which means he was looking upwards. Yeah. And yeah. it's a great little visual storytelling. Like, he's looking up, but we know he should be looking down. <laughs> right, right. So. And, and that's sort of like subconscious. Yeah. not You can not only dive way deep into it and find it out after the point, yeah. but while you're viewing it, you may not notice it, but subconsciously yeah. they're, they're, you know, taking you through this so that it makes sense. Yeah. I think, you know, one of the, one of the most obvious ones is obviously finding out John is Aegon Targaryen. When yes. it's like, you know, they, they did it once in season six when you've got the, the pan into the baby. Yeah. And it just switches to John. Yeah. And you know, and they're like, okay, if you didn't get it there, we'll do it much more <laughs> in depth than season seven, but very much so. Um, and if you want to see more of this stuff, where these connections are, um, I, I recommend going to New Rockstars. Um, they do the absolute best breakdown of every episode of at least se- season six and season seven of Game of Thrones. I'm pretty sure that they've either gotten through or started to get through the first uh, through fifth season. Sure. Now. And then it, you'll recommend New Rockstars. I recommend Nerd Soup. Um, they've done a review, a full review of every single episode. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, I don't mean this in a bad way. They don't say anything revolutionary yeah. about, you know, the way things are filmed or anything like that, but they do have some, they do have some insightful things to say there, yeah. you know, in a 20 minute video, you usually walk away with something like, 
oh, you know, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. What I would do on during my watch through on some of my favorite episodes, like the Battle of the Bastards, is after I watched it, then I write. After I finished the episode, I'd go and listen to Nerd Soup's take on it. Oh, nice! It's like, oh, you know, because they, they they have a very similar perspective, yeah, on than, uh, with me. But uh, yeah, so check them out as well. All right. Uh, last thing we want to touch on before we move on to uh, spoiler zone is our favorite characters thus far in the series. Why don't you go for that? I'm gonna go first. Uh, so no particular order. This is my list. Um, Samuel Tarley. Sam. Um, I love Sam. Uh, the guy's going to get some big heroic moments in this, uh, in season eight. I'm sure of it. And he already has. Um, he is, uh, probably the character that I can identify most physically with. (laughs) Um, uh, and his, uh, also his lackability of getting the ladies. So Sam and me are homeboys. Um, but, but a better reason is that I have a feeling that Samwell is actually writing the history of Westeros. I want you to talk about that later. Um, and I'm a writer as well. So there's that. So there it is. Um, uh, next one would probably be uh, uh, Lana Tyre- Tyrell. Olena? Queen- Olena. O- Olena. Tyrell? Olena Tyrell. The Queen of Thorns? The Queen of Thorns. She is... A boss. She's amazing. She is amazing. Not only the actress that plays oh, her yeah. is awesome. Just she is so ahead of the game and she calls bullshit when there's bullshit. Absolutely. She doesn't she doesn't screw around at all. Um the fact that she's just like uh talking to Daenerys <laughs> was such a like not not very like this is your queen type talk. Just like straightforward and says Will you be willing to take advice from an old lady? She's basically saying, bitch, please, you better yeah. listen to me. I yeah. know what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> One of my favorites is when she's in, uh, she's meeting with the sand snakes and she's like, oh, you look like an angry little boy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything to say? No. Good. Let the old, let the, let the grownups talk now or something like that. Uh, I was so sad when she died, but her death her, was even amazing. her death. Yeah, they, they she went out really with well. the bang yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, uh, then there's uh, I gotta put uh, uh, John on there somewhere. John's just gotta go on yeah. there for me. Um, he's the everyman. He's the everyman. He's the only Ned Stark esque character who's made it this far. Well, he's he's a different type of Ned Stark. He's willing to lie. We've seen yeah. He that. he's a Ned Stark who knows how um, to survive. He knows. But when it comes to true loyalty and stuff like he, that, he's got a lot of honor. He's there, got yeah. a lot of honor there, um, which almost was his downfall um, in the uh, season uh, seven finale. Yeah. Um, uh, is that four? That was four. That's four. Um, right? You had Elena, Sam John, Mal. Sam. Yeah, that's four. Um, my last one, which might be a little bit controversial, Jamie Lannister. No kidding. I do like yes. J- Jamie's redemptive arc. He, that's that's the reason why I like it. Incredible. And he's also incredibly, incredibly, uh, 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 oh shit, I just lost the word. Um, he's not understood. He's misunderstood. Yeah. Incredibly yeah. misunderstood. Totally. So. Totally. Yeah. 
That's a good list. And I'll I'll go into a little bit more on my thoughts on Jamie in, in the uh, spoilers. In, in, which, to be fair, this whole thing's been... Yeah. In the second half. Yeah, in the second half. <laughs> in the second half. Uh, I don't know, man. I guess no particular order. Um, Sandor Clegane. Yeah. It's one of my favorites just because he's hilarious. <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in the whole entire show, I think. This is like, if, if I had a top five scenes of, like, just general scenes, this would yeah. be number six. It's, like, not quite memorable and or big enough, but is when they're he and Arya are traveling together and they're outside the the uh the the forest and they see oh shit what's his name uh the guy who killed Lamy it doesn't matter oh yeah 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. She, she's in the, she's in the bush and she's like he killed Lamy and it pans over to Sander and he goes the fuck's a Lamy <laughs> <laughs> this scenes like that uh, and is his deliverance when uh, Brienne and he fight and Arya's, yeah. they're like fighting over Arya. He's like, safety, where the fuck's that? Yes. That is such a good yeah. scene. Uh, yeah, Sandor, and it, and he's slowly on his redemptive arc. Yes. Oh, now that so he's seen the fire. Um, <laughs> uh, Arya, for sure. Arya's probably my number one yeah. favorite. Uh, I got to give Cersei, just because of Lena Headey. You yeah, know what I mean? she's yeah. she's really well played out. I almost put her on there, but I hate her so much. Well, that's the thing, though. Is, <laughs> like, I love to in hate the, her in the books. I don't know. In the, in the books, I feel like she's not quite as much of a genius as okay. she is in the show. And I think the only reason that she's the character who she is is because of Lena Headey. Yeah, you know what I mean. I could see you that. can write any other actress into that scene, and like no one yeah. else except for maybe Sandra Bullock. Could pull off that role. Mm. <laughs> I just saw a mm. funny meme with her as with her as Cersei, but no, um, I'm not buying it. Yeah, no, her her as her as Cersei definitely carries most of the weight on that character. Yeah. Um, and then I think I think I agree with Sam only because of what you were telling me about that. Now I'm like thinking to myself, oh yeah. shit, is that is that could that theory be really true and do the end you know he and Bran sit down and then i think john snow as well yeah just because john snow is one of those characters who not anymore because since his death and resurrection mm-hmm. but up until that point you know every time he's on the screen i'm like someone's gonna kill him yeah and i was t- terrified for that you know yeah. ever since he started making similar decisions in the style of ned stark and in the style of rob i'm like this dude's gonna get his head yes. chopped off there's yeah. no doubt yeah, there's my five. So, uh, yeah, I only had four. This is my fifth one. Davos. Sir Davos, yeah. He yeah. just he's just a badass. He is like, a badass. He knows how to he knows how to be somebody's wingman. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and like favorite side character, Salador San, for sure. I want to see Salador San come come into play on season 8. Yeah. You know, he comes I, I'd love to see him fight. Yeah. That'd be badass to see yeah, it'd to be see good. him fight. I don't know Dario Naharis. I want to see him. He and the Second Sons get involved again. I no, I don't think they're uh, they're gone. I think they're gone. Well, they're in Marine because they need. Yeah, to they're they're keep not the coming there. over again. I don't think. I was it drama with the actor? Is that why they did that? I don't know. I really it could have been. Um, the guy that originally played Dario, uh, he he got into some trouble. No, he didn't. He, he didn't. decided to take contract. Uh, on the new transporter franchise, oh, which no never kidding. panned out. I liked him better than 
the you know later Dara oh Naharis. really yeah. i i opposite i like the me. look of the newer Dara Naharis, his uh, his like style and his swagger but the old one i was like that's that's book Dario Naharis for sure. Gotcha. That is that is definitely the book. Uh, he Naharis. did go on to play um, uh, Ajax in Deadpool. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Damn. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd I'd, I'd like to see Salador Sand come out of nowhere. Just <laughs> like kills the Night King. <laughs> They're like you were the prince that was promised. <laughs> Well, what the hell? Salinor Sand. <laughs> they they promised an unexpected ending. Yeah. <laughs> it's that. That's the ending. Um, all right. I think it's time. All right. So uh, let's just jump right into it because I don't, I don't we'll have just, the music on oh, here. So, okay. we, so can't, we can't afford to take a break. No recommendations this week. So What do we recommend? This, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. That's all we, you need to know. Okay. So spoiler zone. Uh, theory time. So uh, I don't even know how to do the theories um uh just let's just start talking about your samwell one so because that was really theory. insightful so um i i really have a good feeling that the game of thrones story the song of ice and fire was actually written by samwell tarley and then that is actually what we're reading um the reason why i think that is uh there's a couple of key things that kind of push that to that way so first off um it, if we're talking about character specific Samuel has always been fascinated by stories. He reads all. He's the time. been the reader. He's, he's been, been the, the reader. as you said. He's been the George R. R. Martin. Yes. Of the... um, he keeps getting uh, in the beginning when he's talking to the guys from uh, the uh, uh, Night's Watch, um, and he gives them new information. They start to make fun of him. Is like you read it in you a read book. it in a book. Um, so that's that's one. Um, then he gets to go to the Citadel to try and become a maester. <laughs> And the thing I find interesting about you, Gren, is absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's all good. Great, great moment. Um, so he's now at the Citadel, and the Citadel is filled with his, his probably his wet dreams. Like, just <laughs> nothing but books as far as I can see. That scene, dude, when he walks in. Oh, oh so magical. Oh, it's awesome. Um, That's like one of the most fantasy parts of that yeah. show, you know, outside of the dragons and the white walkers. And then we also get to see that a lot of the books that have been written have all been written by maesters. Um, and then on top of that, um, we see Sam talking with the grand maester um, when he's uh, following him around um, that the grand maester is actually writing a story right now, yeah. writing a book yeah. right now. Um, and it's supposed to be the great wars of Westeros after King Robert. Um, so if this is true, Sam's being a plagiarist little bit, little asshole. Kind well, of. I don't even think it's that though. I think it's, uh, I think it's Sam has such a greater understanding. No, true. Than this grand maester yes. does grand maester, Harry Potter professor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Lupin. <laughs> no. Uh, Slughorn. That's who it is. Sure. Professor Slughorn sure. from uh from the Half Blood Prince. <laughs> and he, he does the eulogy for uh Aragon the spider. Okay. You go on and on and then one day, poof. Is that from the movie? Yeah. Uh, I don't pay attention to Harry Potter. That's fine. That's Anyways. Fine. Um 
I think it, it, Sam the whole time, and I'm just in the middle of that. Yeah. That episode just happened today, and it's like, no, Sam's just as he says, he's tired of hearing about the achievements of better yes. men. It's like this this guy has no idea what yeah. the world is like no. outside of the Citadel. No, it's and so Sam's true. seen so it true. all. He's so killed true. a White Walker and a Fen. How many yeah. men can say that, huh? Not, Not many. many. Not many at all. Not Salvador John, Sam. John Maybe John. That. Yep. Yeah, John can say that. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So, uh, he, he, uh he's, he's, a, he's as good a warrior as John Snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my buddy Sam. He's a badass. Nobody knew it. He's like a closeted they warrior. They were both virgins. That's true. And then they became virgin. Yeah, they, they uh, were de-virginized um, after by wild badass stuff. By wildlings. By wildlings. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Now we crazy. just need Gilly to get arched in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so fucked. Oli. <laughs> it's it's White Walker Oli. Oh my god. <laughs> Who arches Gilly in the back? And then he looks at Sam. He looks at Sam and gives him the nod. Oh. That's why I'm not in charge of season eight. <laughs> Dude, if if we can ever get the money to like do a parody Game of Thrones, dude. That's going to happen. Holy shit. That's going to happen. There'd be some fun stuff to do in that. Anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, you said it. Um, when Sam leaves the Citadel, um, he tells Gilly, I'm tired of reading about the achievements of Better Man. I think that's less of like he's not necessarily gonna be the better man. Right. He's going to write yes. the achievements yeah. of better men. Because he said that specifically, read yep. the achievements of better men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm tired of being compared to the achievements of better men. I'm tired of seeing the achievements of better men. I'm tired of reading is what he yep. you know, so it's it I think that is So uh I, I really do think we're going to we're going to find out that we're reading his work. Um, another reason why, and this is from the TV show. Um, if you look up, uh, they spend a lot of time on all so many details Mm -hmm. inside the show. So of course they're going to put amazing detail into the title sequence of it. Yeah. So we, uh, see, uh, Westeros essentially from above, from a bird's eye view being forged, um, being, uh, being made and stuff like that. Along with that, it's being watched over by a sun type image, which is the, I don't know what it's called. They, I know what it is. But well, in sci-fi, it's like a, it's like a superstructure that they use to harness the power of the sun. Yeah. So it's, it's something that, uh, looks like a chandelier piece, essentially yeah. like a gyroscope. But there we go. Yeah. That's but it's around the sun. Um, so, we see that gyroscope thing. It's got all the Citadel. houses. It's yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. got the same ornament ornament workings in the metal and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that's hanging over the, uh, title sequence images, which is a map. And it's always constantly changing and stuff like that. Like, and, it, and it's changing it's and it's changing. Yeah. With the with events, the events that are happening. like when you, when, when Winterfell burns down, yes, you see that it's like a pile of rubble smoking yep. for a few episodes so that's show. possibly a connection of like this is a map that samuel's constantly changing sure. like making references of like see on this map here yeah image <laughs> or attachment ca blah, right blah, 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 right type thing so and then i think it ties in because there are some scenes that sam will 
has no idea Correct. about that that are in the show. <clears throat> That's where I think Bran comes into the yeah, picture. Yeah, I loved I, your addition. Yeah, so yeah. I had a theory throughout the whole entirety of probably... I, I actually... It may have just been after I read the books when I went back and realized it. I was... I'm I'm convinced that we're seeing the show through the eyes of Bran. Oh, okay. So each scene is Bran going back and ah, seeing as seeing it as it occurs. Got it. And maybe it's maybe it's a there's two ways I can think of it possibly happening. The second one doesn't make as much sense, but as far as the timeline is concerned it would make sense. That's the only way. But the first one is kind of a little more generic of like it's after the fact meaning Bran survives all of this, which yeah. I think he does. Um, and he's kind of reminiscing back of like, how the hell did we get here? Yeah. And he yeah, just yeah. starts at the beginning and you know, he gets the first POV you know, with the yeah, exception of yeah. the prologue. Um, but he gets the first POV. He's the first POV in the book. It would make sense that he's the last POV in the last POV Got of it. the book. Totally. Okay. Um, so it's like, it's his eyes seeing all of this. But then when you mentioned the Samwell thing, it like made perfect sense to me that he's working in tandem yes. with Samwell doing like a co-author kind yeah. of thing of being like, oh, yeah. And then, you know, Arya went off to Bravos and she did this. She you know? sliced like, a dude's neck. Yeah. Stabbed she should definitely chest. be on trial for a lot of murder. Um, but yeah. <laughs> she's no You've longer my sister. You've been convicted so of war crimes. That's how she dies in season eight. It's just due to a trial. <laughs> public hanging it'd be it would work out with the finale of or episode nine uh or sorry six of season seven the trial of yes exactly exactly it would totally work out like that yeah yeah so uh anyway that's that's kind of that's really my big theory craft is that the whole show has been told through brand's eyes yes but that it's also being recorded by samwell yeah because you know people got to know about what happened You know, this is this is the big showdown. What? Yeah. What all this? What all these events were leading to? So yeah, that's so. Um, I'm not. I don't really have a whole lot of main theories of how uh, how the White Walker War is going to go, or how I've got one. The war with Cersei. Do you got one? I've got one, but it's it's it doesn't have a whole lot of ground to stand on. Okay. And I also feel like. This is bizarre. I feel like this is how the book could have ended. The books could have ended if they didn't get as popular as they are now. Okay. So there's a lot of theory crafting going on about, you know, certain people who are still playing the game and certain people who we think are dead and are alive. And so, like, there's a theory going on right now that the way Jon Snow is going to come back to life, and I think I told you this, is uh, a lot of the fans think just because of how the wording is in the last POV of him uh-huh. is that right before he died, he warged into ghost. Yes. Yeah. And he's kind of hanging out into ghost until they can get his body sewed up and put yeah. back together. And then he'll warg back into John. I like that theory, but there's a lot of, they don't really go into the history as much in the book as of the white walkers as they do in the show. But the way the first white walker was created was they plunged dragon glass into the heart of one of the first men. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think that that could play into how it ends, at least in the book. See, in the show, at this point, we've talked about this a few times, there has to be a giant battle. Yes. There just has to. You've has seen to the be. battles that yep. have happened before. you got this massive army on one side. John's preparing for a big fight. You've got two dragons on one side and yep. one dragon on the other. It would be such a cuckold to like, not yeah, have exactly. it anymore. But uh, the books are kind of like anti-war 
Yeah, that's what you were telling me. Big anti-war message. Uh-huh. So I think it's going to come to a peaceful terms if the sh- book ends up heading in a similar direction as the show. My theory is that Jon Snow, Aegon Targaryen, will marry off to Daenerys and then plunge Dragonglass into her heart and turn her into a white. Yeah. And then it will be like the king of the humans and then the queen of the white walkers and they have this mutual bond for each other. Yeah. That was kind of my thought. Yeah, it'd be that's really that's really my only theory. But again, that doesn't really hold up into the show because no. they haven't really teased that. They're they're not heading in that direction. And to be fair, they're not really heading in that direction at all in the books either. Yeah. But I think it would be a lot more plausible to do it in the books than yeah. in the show. Oh, I'd be yeah. pretty upset if that's how the show if ended. Did, yeah, I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> no I mean, war? Nothing? Like that's just nothing. nothing. That's how we're gonna do it. Uh, okay. so yeah, they're And definitely... don't you think like John would have had a hunch by now? Oh like, yeah. Like in season seven, you'd have been like, oh, I know how the first men were made. Yeah. You know? But anyway. Um so uh I, and I don't have an idea of what the Cersei stuff is going to look like. A lot of stuff I've heard about it is that possibly, um, and this comes from new rock stars as well. Um, a lot of stuff I kind of like co-op for myself. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> the, I do get a lot of information from them, but they're not, I'm not trying to steal it. I actually want to give them credit <laughs> for a lot of it. Um, but uh, some, pe- some people are saying that Cersei, how it's going to play out is that, uh, the Night King is going to take the dragon, fly it all the way down to the south, ah. kill a shit ton of people, raise them up, and possibly even the Golden Army, well, and then have them attack John from the rear as that'd well. That'd be clever. That'd be really yeah. White Walker Cersei? Yeah. I'd love to see that. Although I also would love to see her get her head chopped off by like Jamie or Arya or yeah. anyone. Um, I think... The, so the Golden Company are bastard Targaryens. Mm. So I think the only reason why they agreed to go with um, with Cersei. No, no, no. With uh, Euron. Euron is because they're like, ooh, there's a Targaryen in Westeros again. Like, let's go fight for her. Yeah. So they all come on their boats, and then they're like, ah, die, Lannisters, and then they go north. I don't think that's going to happen. Join in the fight. I, Again, I think... the, the only problem is, is that no one in the show knows that. Yeah. Because they haven't, you know, no. in the books, they're pretty, you know, you've got, uh, you've got the, um, you've got a lot of storylines with revolving around the yeah. Golden Company. It's yeah. like, ooh, they're, they're Targaryens. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, I don't think that would happen here. I think that would just be... It's not set up, and I right. think it'd just be too too much, too unbelievable. That's the problem having read the books and yeah. the show, is that a lot of my theories come from things that are being set up in the books, and it's like, those characters don't even exist in, yeah. <laughs> in the show. A lot of characters don't exist. You know, like John exist. Connington isn't even a character in yeah. the show, and so yeah. anyway. Um, um, but I do have theories about um, certain character outcomes um, in there. Do you got any big theories? Uh, not with character outcomes, but just kind of how things are going to wrap up. Not really. I I, I I haven't really been thinking about it to be okay. honest, because I'm trying to I'm trying to make it all be new. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I haven't watched any of the new content. I watched mm-hmm. the full trailer. Uh, if they put out another trailer, I probably won't watch it. I doubt they'll release one. They don't really have the time for it. No, anymore. I don't think they're going to release another um, one. So. But I, I, I've just been trying to, you know, keep a level head about it. So really, the only thing that I'm anticipating is the uh, battle for Winterfell being the yeah. third episode 
And that's, you know, all been but confirmed at this point that that episode is the Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. So that's like the only thing. And also they say, again, they say that most people will die there. Oh, really? I didn't hear that. There's been a leak that like the characters who are going to die in the show will die in the third episode. Well, that's fucked. So. That's fucked. Anyways. um, Obviously, you know, maybe last episode will have like some heart-wrenching death. Yeah. Daenerys. Could also be fa- fake news. Could too. be fake news. The, I mean, the battle for Winterfell could be the last episode, for all we know. Yeah, true. You know, we won't know until we see it. <laughs> but uh, that. So that again, that's why I haven't really been. Like, yeah. Oh, and then the dragon will do this, or Bran's yeah, going to yeah. work into this dragon, and John's going to ride this dragon. Yep. I've just been kind of like, oh, whatever happens. So here, here's some character outcomes that I, I kind of have an idea about. Um, so we still don't know who is the prince who's promised. Um, who is Melisandre and the other uh, red priests always keep spouting about. Except again, and I hate to say, I hate to be this guy, but in the books, um, there's a line by Melisandre and she's like, uh, I look to the flames to see the prince who was promised, but all I see is snow. Correct. Yes. And then she's like, oh, hey, Jon Snow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, come on, Melisandre, piece this one together. Um. So we don't we we got a good idea that it's probably John just from the books, especially now but finding out that he's like he is he, he is, is you know half Stark half Targaryen yep. he's got the- um but we don't know one hundred percent for yeah. sure. There's other people that could fit the bill, Daenerys being one of them, and there are other people who want clear. it a lot yes. more than he does. Um, I never asked for this. Uh, they didn't mention it in the books or sorry in the in the show, but in the books. It says that the prince who is promised would be uh, born uh, below a bleeding star. Yes. Amongst uh, salts and smoke. Is he uh, a ham? Yeah. <laughs> is he ham? Call back to Renly, huh? <laughs> yeah. I suppose it's a good thing that you chose different banners. Otherwise, the battle would be terribly confusing. <laughs> oh, his death. Oh, not Renly. Sorry, sorry. Fucking, I was thinking of... Uh, Ramsey, the art just kind of I mean, Ramsey, yeah. Ramsey's death. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a few so times righteous. where I, I threw some punches with John oh. sitting down, like go, oh, just get him. Um, but yeah, I love that. Born, anyways, born uh, from salt and smoke. So uh, as we saw in uh, when John was born, um, he was born in Dorne, which born in Dorne, sands, um, the uh, sea uh, being salt water and stuff like that. Um, the smoke, not really sure what, unless it had a really bad fireplace and the chimney wasn't. Who knows? Yeah. We, we don't know about that yet. Um, but, uh, Sir Arthur Dane's sword was there, yeah. which, uh, contains, um, potentially contains, uh, uh, metal from a fallen star. Yeah. So being like, and the sword was bloody. Um, thank you. New rock stars for that one. <laughs> Wouldn't have known that without that. Uh, but then I mean, like there. But there's also a lot of parallels that that could be Daenerys as well. Exactly. If you if you go go at it from the moment that she became the unburnt, yeah, is when she was on Drogo's, right? Uh, or sorry, not Drogo. Yeah, call Drogo's um, uh, pyre, funeral pyre. Um, and and that is really when she was born. You yeah. know, she was born again there because her kids were born yep. and and all that. And but. during that time, we had the comet with the red tail. Yeah. Exactly. You have all of the, um there's a lot. And I don't know about Jamie Lannister, but also signs have pointed to him 
potentially being the prince who is promised. I don't know how I feel about that one, though. Just because I feel like this has been something that John has just sort of found his way, like just yeah. kind of stumbled his way to being yes. a possibility of the prince who was promised. And then Daenerys being the exact opposite where she's like, this is mine by yes. right. So, I am, you know, I am the princess who was promised. Yes. And- um, so two things I'll kill, kill two birds with one stone technically that are connected. So the idea of Jamie Lannister being potentially the prince who was promised. I also do think that there's something to the name Kingslayer. Oh yeah. Something that gets, he gets wrapped up in because he killed the mad King. But he didn't kill him because he wanted the throne. He killed it out of uh, of honor, out of uh, being there, doing the worst thing possible for the greater good. Dude, I fucking love that scene. Um, in the bath, the bathhouse with Brienne. Yes, oh, so good. Um, so good. Because without him actually killing the Mad King, King's Landing, the fucking kingdom, burn them all. Yeah, wouldn't be around, yeah. and um, Tywin would be dead. Right. So he's a, he's um, a lot like Tyrion in that respect. Yes. He's like that unsung hero of yes. Westeros, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's why Possibly think, twice fold because he saved yes. Tyrion from um, death. And to be perfectly honest, we hadn't really known of Jamie doing, hearing anything terrible that Jamie has done until he pushed Bran out the window. Yeah. Yeah. The only two things that were a red mark on his record is that he killed the king. And then he pushed Bran out the window. And then he possibly fucks his sister. And then he possibly fucks his sister. Which, I mean, he's, yeah, he's he, did, done. he did all he's of done. those things that he's accused but of. screwing his sister, she wanted it. It's it's consensual. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. <laughs> uh, and in Targaryen world. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. So the only two bad things, and then all the other bad things that Jamie has done after Bran was because of Cersei. Yeah. Yeah. It's not because of him. It's because of Cersei. It's very true. Um. So Jamie is just totally misunderstood. Yeah. Very similar to his brother. Um, the only one that is not misunderstood is Cersei. Unless like we find <coughs> out that she's like trying to be a revolutionary. Yeah. In yeah. Season eight. Like she's actually the good guy. <laughs> Cut to that um, scene. Are we the baddies? So I, I think that all that stuff could show that Jamie has come full circle and either by um, giving his life to kill the, um, Night King or uh, the other thing that could potentially fulfill the name Kingslayer is that he actually kills his sister. That'd be nuts. Kills Cersei. Yeah. I'd love to see like, I'd love to see, you know, Jamie, John, Arya, Davos, Clegane, uh, like the squad. Uh-huh. Up against the Night King. Yeah. And then have Night King like kill all of them except for John. Oh my God. You just like, just, just like cut his way through all of them, like carving a cake. Oh, um, that'd be terrible. That'd be, Not but awful. I admit that'd be cool though. Cause we don't It'd know, cool. we don't know how good he is. No. Other than he's a pro javelin thrower, mm-hmm. which is like maybe he's nutty good at other forms of yeah. battle. And like if he could just take on eight dudes not breaking a sweat eight dudes like you know john and and sandor and but i also want to see you know clegane bull i want to see i want to see sandor kill mountain finally yes but i'd be all right if i didn't see that that's not like top of my list it's been teased at so so long i know yeah they gotta fulfill that they They gotta pay that that off but again you think to yourself like if the battle of winterfell happens in episode three 
then it's like they got to get south. Yes. They got to haul south. They've yep. got three episodes left <laughs> yeah. to take care of shit. Yep. Um, um, I don't think uh, so. We'll start to cut into. Um, yeah. And then we got to get we got to get uh, out of here. Then. The deaths. Um, one last thing. Um, Jon Snow is the only one that is actually. As far as the way that the the kingdoms work, the crown works and stuff like that. He's the only one fit to actually become king. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Um, one thing because he has never once chosen leadership. Yeah. It's been forced upon him or and, voted upon or him. voted upon him. And second, he has never once said, "I am the king" or "I am the Lord Commander." Yeah. Except for I think he said it once. Yeah. Um, the Lord. Well, Commander. I mean, he's been like, "Are you fusing your Lord Commanders?" Yes. That. You know. But he he's never actually said, "I'm king." And Tywin was famous for saying. Anyone that calls himself uh, has to say, I am the king is not the is queen. Not the, yeah. Is not the king. Yeah. Is not the queen. Daenerys has said, I am the queen. All the damn time. Cersei has said it. Yeah. Uh, Joffrey said it. Tomlin said it. Yeah. I uh, am the king. Uh, fucking. Uh, everyone said it. Everyone said it. Everyone John said it. John has never said it. Yeah. You're you're totally right. Stannis too. I'm yes. the rightful king of yep. the seven kingdoms. Um, Renly said it. Yes. So that's that's what I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Um. Now the right, deaths. Fire Who round for deaths. deaths. You first. Um. Jamie Lannister. Okay. Cersei Lannister. Okay. Uh. Poor Grey Worm. Not long for. This oh world. yeah. Grey not long gonna for die, this world. Isn't he? He's become fully human. He's yeah. not going to stick it, around. Yeah. His arc is complete now. Um. Uh. I'm going to uh say that um. Night King is going to die for sure. Yeah. He's toast. Um. I'm pretty sure that Tormund's probably going to die. I don't think he can, though, because he survived the I, White Walker thing. I think he's going to die somehow. Yeah. Either that or Ed's going to die. Um, I could see Ed dying. Ed dying? Um, uh, Just like, yeah. Eyepatch, dude. Uh-huh. His name's yeah. going to die. Uh, Varus is going to die. Yeah. And he, this is, this is going to be his character arc. So he's always done things at, for survival. He's chosen all roads that lead to survival. He'll do something for the greater good. He will good. do something for the greater good to protect somebody. Yeah. In in face of making of making the choice of survival. Yeah. So he's gonna die. Yeah. Um Melisandre is also gonna die. Yeah, because she said she has to die in Westeros yes. and we have to see her die in Westeros. Um and I don't think any more Starks are gonna die. You think the Starks are good? I think the Starks are good. I think I think a Stark's gonna go. Ari might be the only one. I think Arya or Sansa. Sansa's going to stick around. I would prefer Sansa to die to Arya because, you know. Yeah. I, I also just kind of think Sansa's a bitch. And she's, yeah, but she, if anybody survives, uh, if anybody dies out of the Starks, it will be Arya. You think so? Yes. Yeah. Why? Um, She, uh, why? Why my baby? I just kind of feel like she's the only one that could die out of the yeah. Starks. Um, she's That's kind fair. of completed her arc. She completed her arc like seasons yeah. ago. Season six. So, I wish they had. Done, I I, I kind of wish they had pulled a brand with her in season six and just kind of typed yeah. her out because her season six role is really lackluster. And we obviously know Bran can't die. Bran can't die. John can't die. Yeah. If John dies again and they expect us to be all emotional about that, I'll be pretty upset yep. about that. That's one of the only deaths that'll make me like really pissed about is if they're like. John's done, and then they play, you know, the Stark theme. Uh, yeah, and and it's like, oh, everyone's crying now. It's like, no, fuck you. Uh, you. You had that moment in season five. The mountain will die. The mountain will die. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
Oh, you think though? Because again, he's a resurrected one. I think you'll die. I think George yes. takes death pretty seriously, and if you get to if you get to come back again, you know what I mean. But this is not necessarily George's deal. That's fair. That's that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um. I hope Sansa dies because I'd like to see yeah. her. I'd be oddly satisfied to see her <laughs> die. <laughs> oh, oh, actually, before I get into my list, how many of those do you think are going to die and come back as whites? Oh, Because we got to see a main character as a White Walker. We just have to. Well, I think Rickon's going to come back. Rickon? Rickon's going to come back. That'd be fucked up. Um, I, Yeah, that's. I think that some of the Starks are going to come back from the, the uh, tombs. Like Ed um, Stark comes out. You wouldn't even recognize him. Head. <laughs> he's on the horse. He's the headless horseman. He's the Nedless horseman. Uh, well, then we can finally say, hey, Sean Bean actually finished out his <laughs> he, he got to finish things out, yeah. Um, uh, who did I say from the north? I'm already forgetting. Um, we're out of the main characters. I could see it if uh, Brienne dies. Um, Brienne she, coming back as a white. She would That'd come be back terrifying. As a, uh, a fighter as good as Brienne coming back from the dead. You kidding? That'd be sketchy. I don't know. I don't know. Really. But honestly. do you think? I'm pretty sure we're gonna see some main characters as whites. Varys might. That'd be that'd be interesting. He'd just be like a meat. Yeah. He'd just. Be... Gray worm. Grey Worm, as Grey a, Worm, and then like Melisandre has to, or uh, Messande has to kill him. Yeah, again, like she has, to, she has to watch him die and then kill him. That'd be yeah. fucked. That'd be fucked up. Uh, okay, Ghost gone. He's gonna die. Okay, for sure. Maybe I want to see a wolf spider. The spiders as big as hounds. Yeah, uh, I want to see some of those, and I want to see some of those kill um, Ghost. Yep, Ghost is gone for sure. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Peter Baelish come back as a white. Ooh, Either. that'd be kind of cool. I think cool. they would have burned him. Honestly. That's fair. That's fair. They, pre- yeah, knowing John, yeah, <laughs> they burn the bodies. Yeah. Um. Okay. Jeez, I hadn't really thought of this. Daenerys. Unless, so if Daenerys lives, she has to become queen. Yeah. That's that's no. that's my that's my that's my that's me. That's for yeah. me. Yeah. I wouldn't be like pissed if she if she didn't, but if she lives, I think she's destined for for the throne. Her and John. Like, yeah. Pillars, Cersei's good. Cersei's got to go. Euron's got to go. Uh, oh, I forgot about Euron. Yeah, Euron's Euron's a goner. Who else is in Winterfell at the end of? I I, I think yeah, you're right. Like Tormund, I think Sander dies. Yeah, maybe even in Cleganebowl, and then the mountain gets killed oh. by something else. You know what I mean? Could you imagine that? Yeah, all this hype, and then he he, he loses. That'd be true Game of Thrones. Yeah, like that'd be Game of Thrones right there. Uh, and you're right. As much as I hate to say it, I think Arya is going to die too. The more I think about it, I don't think she's going to die. But if if a Stark Stark dies, if a, if a remaining Stark that's not Bran is going to die, then it's going to be Arya over Sansa. Yeah, you're right. Because Sansa's like, she's in the game now. Bron's going to die. Bron has to die. Bron. I don't want him to die. Bron should have died such a long but he's time probably ago. Gonna die. Bron should have died such a long time ago. Bron's like really ignored in the books now. After he um. After the fuck did he do it was before he helped jamie um before he and jamie got along oh gotcha um because like you got you got uh barristan selmy training jamie oh okay. in the books who's uh uh 
Bron he has a kid and he names it uh, Tyrion, and, and then <laughs> and Cersei like orders them to go and kill Bron's kid. Oh made, fuck! Because he named it Tyrion just to spider. Yeah, Bron will die. Bron has to die. I think there's gonna be a lot of characters. Yeah. And I think there are going to be characters that we don't expect to die will die. But the beautiful thing about expecting everyone to die is that yeah. it's kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to to be surprised. I'd just be the only death I'd be upset about is if they kill John. Yeah. That I just I think it's like you had your chance in season 5 to stick with that character yes. being dead, but and you missed it. And I almost feel like the same thing with Arya too. You know, you had the waif just like drive a knife yeah. into her stomach eight times. It's like if you had killed her there, that would have been so ballsy of you. Yes. And it would have been perfect. Yeah. But now that like she's lived through that, it's just tough for me to suspend disbelief enough to yeah. believe that she can die. You know? But I want to see some main character White Walkers with the with them blue eyes. Yeah. So Or, or maybe just everyone loses. Is that an option? It is, but it wouldn't be satisfying. They could make it. They satisfying. want to make it satisfying. They want. To. I think there's a way they can. Um, I don't know. With I think it's. I think it's going to be winning. like a melancholy ending. That's what uh, George R. R. Martin's apparently doing with the book. Yeah, and I do have a idea of how that could end out. Okay. So this is what I'm thinking about the ultimate ending of it. Lay it on me, and then we're, and then we're and then we're out, and then we're out. So ultimate ending is that. Daenerys and John are both king and queen, equal leadership yeah. over all the lands. Um, and they're married, which is weird. But I, I, I it's weird, really but it's do kind of what we want. They yeah. get past it because we do see a shot in the trailer of them getting together yes. and riding on the yeah. dragons. I think John would have known by now what his true totally. There's birth. even a scene where you see him like kind of, yeah, struggling with something, and you're like, what yeah. else is he gonna struggle with? So, um. They will be leading. Uh, Tyrion will be hand of the king and the queen. Or, uh-huh. uh, Tyrion will be the hand of the queen, and I think Davos might survive. Oh, and and, and he'll stay be on with John. hand of the king. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and then I think that the new warden of the north will be Sansa, but she will be very much against John, anti John. I think she's a bitch though, it. so it's fine. Yeah. I'm anti-Sansa. So I think that there'll be a little bit of a, like, the North might be a bit on the rebellious side of They've the They've always crown. been, though, so it makes um, sense. Yeah. So they'll be anti-Targaryen because Jon's not a true Stark. Sure. So. Yeah. That's my ultimate ending. I'm down for that. I don't really have one. I don't have the expectations. I'll be able to formulate one as the season progresses. Yeah. I, I, we'll, we'll be able to see, like, okay, this is. I think this is where they're heading. Um, but I think I honestly don't know if we'll be able to formulate like a true, this is how it'll end until post Winterfell battle. Yes. Cause I think that's the deciding. Cause if it plays out, like how I'm pretty sure it's going to play out, you got the battle of Winterfell, which is where the white walkers will die once uh-huh. and for all in episode three. And then you've got three episodes to deal with the threats to the South. Yes. Which ideally is two. Cause you want the last episode to be kind of wrapping up. They've got eight seasons to yep. wrap up on that. So you've got two episodes to then do battle in the south. So it's like, you know, ideally we'll know at episode three who's making it to yeah. the end, you know? Yep. And hopefully it's not Sansa, and that's all. <laughs> that's all we got. All right. Thank you all for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at KNNerds or go to Facebook.com forward slash Know Nothing Nerds, or you can just search in the title, uh, type in bar uh, Know Nothing Nerds on Facebook.com. 
or you could email us at knownothingnerds at gmail.com. Uh, so the next time you'll be listening to us is when Monday. we go into our dive into season eight, episode one of the season finale of Game of Thrones. That's weird to think about that our next episode is going to be the beginning of, of the of end. The beginning of the end. Yeah. Yes. That's crazy. But we'll see you then. We'll see you that Monday. Ta-ta. Bye.